Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Explain It To Me. I'm your host, Dr. Bill Okoda. I'm a board-certified neurologist and epileptologist, and today we will be talking about transient ischemic attacks, also known as mini-strokes. Today we'll be talking about transient ischemic attacks, also known as mini-strokes, Now, I'll be very honest with you. I don't like the term mini stroke because it's kind of a cutesy way of saying, oh, this is not really a stroke. Um, It kind of minimizes the importance of it. I like calling them TIAs. um, And, you know, I also would like to try to emphasize the use of TIA because basically what a TIA is, is all the stroke-like symptoms that you have with any of the strokes, either the ischemic or the hemorrhagic strokes that we've discussed in prior episodes, but the symptoms are temporary. They're just as frightening. Um, People are just as scared where you have the slurred speech, the weakness, the confusion, all the symptoms as well, but it's not permanent. Whereas with the stroke, the symptoms that you're having can be and are more often than not permanent. And because of that, transient ischemic attacks also suggest that there's something going on where the next time this happens, it might be an actual full-on stroke with permanent disability. So TIAs, I think, are very important to pay attention to because they're a heralding sign of something going on with you. Um, And they can be a great warning sign. If you know you're having TIAs, We recommend everyone who's having any kind of stroke-like symptoms, and obviously when you're having it, you you don't know if you're having a TIA or a stroke. It frankly doesn't matter. You should come to the emergency room to get evaluated. If we think what you're having is a transient ischemic attack, we will still admit you and do the full stroke workup to try to prevent the next one that happens, which might be a big stroke with huge disability. Um, So let's talk about TIAs a little bit. Like I said, you get all the symptoms of strokes. Usually transient ischemic attacks are a set or a harbinger or a heralding sign of an ischemic stroke. Usually with hemorrhagic strokes, you just don't know. You don't have that warning sign about about when you might have it because you're not going to have just like a small brain brain bleed, excuse me and go on to have a bigger brain bleed, it's just gonna be a brain bleed. So it's much harder to have a warning sign for a brain bleed. However, with an ischemic stroke, you can always have a small clot that is in your brain where it's small enough to cause temporary disturbance, but not big enough to cause permanent disability, if you understand what I mean. I mean, all of the circulatory system and the blood vessels are like plumbing, right? If you have a big thing obstructing that plumbing, you're gonna, not have blood flow to that area of the brain and cause disability and a huge stroke. Whereas with TIAs, the clot that's obstructing the blood vessel is not so big that it's forever lodged in there and causing downstream ischemia, but it is it is big enough to cause temporary dysfunction and then it just kind of moseys on about. So basically, it suggests that there are clots going into your brain, and that is frightening, and that needs to be addressed because you just don't know when the next one's going to be that big clot that clogs up that system. So all forms of stroke, including TIA, result from 
disruption of blood flow to the central nervous system, like we discussed, usually the brain. Um, you can have strokes of the spinal cord as well, but that's a whole um, a whole other podcast that we can discuss that on. But usually it's the brain and usually it's an ischemic stroke. Um, a lot of people call these silent strokes as well, which again, I don't like because it suggests that what's happening is silent or it minimizes the importance of it. And that's not the case at all. So what are the signs and symptoms of TIA? I said they could look like any kind of stroke, but some very common ones are you're going to have facial droop, you're going to have motor weakness, you're going to have double vision, dizziness, um, loss of vision in one eye or the other, um, trouble with your speech, either expressing speech or slurred speech, trouble swallowing, trouble walking, all of those things can happen. Now, one thing with the TIAs is I said they're not permanent, right? But they can still last for hours. They might not last for 24 hours, but they are going to last for a certain amount of time. In fact, in one study from 10 hospitals, about 60% of TIAs lasted for one hour and 71% lasted for about two hours. And about six hours was less, about 15%. So it doesn't really matter how long they've lasted for. Um, but usually if the symptoms resolve, it still counts as a TIA. Now, one thing to note is that anytime you have loss of blood to the brain, anything that you, anytime you have loss of blood to the brain, be it five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you're still at risk of having temporary disability. So that's why even if it's a TIA or an ischemic stroke, doesn't really matter, should all be treated the same. So when you have a TIA and you come to the hospital, of course, we'll evaluate you for the blood um, blood clot busting therapy that should be given within four and a half hours or even surgical therapy that can be given for a longer period of time. But if we think you're having a transient ischemic attack, and usually we see this because the symptoms start improving once the person comes to the emergency room, or there have been times where TIAs have gotten clot-busting therapy, and that's okay. The risks and the benefits will be discussed with your doctor before they give you it. Um, but in either case, that patient should be evaluated as soon as possible. Once that happens, we admit you, we try to figure out why this happened. Again, we get your labs because high blood pressure, diabetes, um, predilection to having clots is going to... Um, like having autoimmune conditions and having other hematological conditions where you have predilection to creating clots is going to be a risk factor for TIAs and stroke. We're also going to check your heart to make sure that you don't have atrial fibrillation or any other cardiac issues that could be leading to clots on your heart that are going up to your brain. And of course, we're going to also look at your blood vessels to make sure that you don't have a lot of atherosclerosis because again, local clots can also happen. Um, now we're going to talk to you about modifying risk factors. Big risk factors are cigarette smoking, hypertension, diabetes, dyslipidemia, um, carotid artery stenosis, um, which is due to atherosclerotic plaque. All of those things need to be addressed. Um, and of course, we do all that by getting echocardiograms, lab workup, and checking out your blood vessels. Generally, um, people can be sent out with close monitoring and follow-up with an outpatient doctor. But of course, you know, we always keep people in the hospital for at least 24 hours after even a TIA because 
we there's a score that we can calculate to see what your risk of having a subsequent stroke are. And a lot of people within 24 hours of having a TIA will go on to have a stroke. Um, same thing with people with heart attacks and angina. Um, so we'll, there's a school score called the Chad's Basque score, which I won't get into, but it actually um, it predicts what your risk of having a stroke is now that you've had a TIA. And if it's really high, we will keep you in the hospital. Um, even if it's not high, it's just good practice to observe someone who's had a TIA. Um, and, you know, we'll put you on an aspirin if you need to, a blood thinner if you need to. Um, hit that blood pressure with some blood pressure control, some cholesterol control, and some diabetes control. Uh, if you have atherosclerosis, or sorry, atherosclerosis in your carotids or other blood vessels, we'll talk to you about surgery. Um, so that's kind of it. Um, one thing I said it was the CHADS VAS score. It's actually the ABCD2 score. Um, so I apologize for that. Um, there's just so many scores. CHAD, Chad VASC2, I think, is... Um, anticoagulation for atrial fibrillation, which is a whole other ballgame, so I apologize. Um, but that is TIA in a nutshell. Um, I hope this was helpful. The bullet points are, it's just as dangerous, I think, as a quote-unquote real stroke. So if you're having any of these symptoms, get to the hospital right away. Um, I hope that was helpful. Um, and make sure to have a good week and let me know if there's any other questions. Um, otherwise, we'll be back next week or in a couple of weeks, depending on how my schedule pans out. Thank you so much and have a great week, guys. Bye-bye.